be back at God's house and turns his longing into resolute faith and hope in God himself. In summary then, as I've said for the last several weeks, Psalms 42 and 43 show us the believer's seesaw battle, if you will, between despair and hope. In Psalm 43, the psalmist now expresses what we might call an anticipation of better things to come. We see this first in his bold petitions concerning his enemies. In verse 1, he says, Vindicate me, O God, and defend my cause against an ungodly people from the deceitful and unjust man. Deliver me. While in Psalm 42, he is downcast over the harassment he's enduring by his enemies, now he prays that God will vindicate, defend, and deliver him from his enemies. His faith is not a doormat faith where he should just roll over and take some unjust treatment without repercussions. No, he takes his matter to the Lord. He takes this stress unto God and he prays, Lord, vindicate me. Defend me, deliver me. That is a righteous, that is a just prayer to pray. Second, we also see the basis for such boldness because God is his refuge. You see that in verse 2. He says, for, and the word for there is continuing the thought of what he's just petitioned, for you are the God in whom I am take refuge. So the basis for his bold petitions is the fact that God is his refuge. And this despite the fact that he felt as if the Lord had rejected him in this season. But fighting against such feelings, he presses on in prayer pleading the Lord to send out his light and truth. And that is in verse 3. And he prays for this. He pleads with God for this so that he'll be brought back to the Lord, back to that place where the peace and joy of the Lord is restored. And so again, what we see in Psalm 43, which is somewhat different than Psalm 42, is that we see this glimmer of anticipation, a holy anticipation that the Lord will redeem him, the Lord will deliver him, the Lord will bring him back. And so what's the takeaway for us in Psalm 43 and combined with Psalm 42? Despite how bad things may get, yet there is no trial that will get rid of God and thereby get rid of our faith and hope in him. Indeed, if you look at how Psalm 43 closes, verse 5, which we're first introduced to this in Psalm 42 and verse 5. He's speaking to himself. 
the psalmist. He's not listening to himself. He's talking to himself. There's a difference. He's saying to himself, why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God. For I shall again praise him. My salvation and my God. Better things are coming. Better things are coming. There is a light at the end of this proverbial tunnel. There is, there, this, this trial is not forever. This season is just that. It's a season. It's a season. And he is therefore expressing in both of these psalms that despite how bad his circumstances were, despite how trying his trials were, he never lost faith. He never lost hope in the Lord. In the Lord. His focus from the beginning of Psalm 42 to the end of Psalm 43, his focus was fixed on God throughout the whole matter. And beloved, that obviously is a faith that we see that is worth imitating for the rest of the people of God in any generation because of what the Lord is teaching us through this. Let's go to our Lord in prayer. Our blessed Father, we thank you we thank you, Lord God, for the fact, we thank you for the reality that despite how trying our times may be, yet, Lord, such trials, such tribulations will never overrule, overturn. They will never thwart the greatness of who you are, nor what you are working out through them by your perfect wisdom and your sovereign plan. And Father, we thank you that in Psalms 42 and 43, you've helped us to see this by this dear brother from long ago who found himself in a far, far away place, away from the rest of the people of God, alone, and yet not alone because, Lord, you were there with him, undergirding him despite what his feelings were telling him. And, Father, for the joy and the assurance that we have in looking at the grace of perseverance that you gave this dear brother in Psalms 42 and 43, we thank you, Lord God, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And therefore, the grace that you worked in this saint of yours from of old is the same grace that you work even in us, your people here in this present time. And so, Lord, we trust in you, the God who never changes, and the God whose purpose can never be overturned. And thus, Lord, we know and we take comfort in this 
that every situation, every circumstance, each and every day of our life is a day already written in your book before they ever existed. And thus we can in full cast all our cares on you for whatever we face, knowing, Lord, that no such trials are outside of your control, but indeed they're working according to your controlling them to your greater purpose for our greater good. And for these things, we give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen.